Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum! So, uh, let's, let's harmonize in three, two, one. Uh... Next time we do that, we have to do the love boat. <laughs> the love boat. The boat. <laughs> oh, the I don't know gun. the lyrics to this song. <laughs> I, There's uh, going to be so much editing of this. Um, <laughs> or so, it's perfect as it is. No. So uh, I hope everybody is well. I hope everybody is having a good time. Uh, Grackies and I are having a great time. We're, we're a bit loose and fancy free, um, kicking back. It's been, it's been a great couple of days since our last episode. Um, but let's start with the uh, usual palaver. Um, Grackies, what have you been playing? This week I did play a few games of Rocket League. I played alongside HP Braincase while he was streaming live. He's another streamer on Bad News Gaming. Yeah. The group that we're a part of on Twitch. So we, we played some Rocket League. Uh, there were others that joined what, in too. What is Rocket League? Just because, to be honest, I don't know. Rocket League basically take what look to almost be remote-controlled cars. Mm-hmm. Except... You don't know if you're actually in the car, if it's just remote controlled. It'd be awesome if you were in there, except for would die a lot. But it, it you mix sort of soccer with remote controlled cars that have like rocket boosted engines. Is this like the plan for Cars Three? Maybe. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty cool. I've, actually, I've seen video of that. I didn't know that was called Rocket League. Yes, that's Rocket League, and it's actually addictively fun and free to play uh no it does have an actual it's a game you have to pay for okay cool but so, there's that and then star citizen i've heard of that game yes uh have you been doing much in there or is it stuff you want to talk about a bit later um i've been doing a few things in there this week i've been trying to tame the 350r in racing how it's, did that go i'm getting better at it but there are some frustrating aspects with racing like, if you get a lot of people in a race, for example, and you're in the lead position, even if you're going top speed, somehow another 350R can catch you while you're at top speed and move through you and explode you. I don't think that's planned. No, I'm pretty sure it's a, it, it's a bug, some sort of lag or desync issue. Okay, that's not good. But there, um, there's a lot of that that happens, so you have to... You can't always get those top times because you try to take the turns the best you can and then people go and explode you and then once that ship is hit, you're out of control until you eject and get a new one and then you hope that you can remain in control. Oh dear. I'm never particularly good at the racing, so I, you have my sympathies. Um, what else have you been playing? Was that pretty much it? More Star Citizen, but... We'll talk about that later. Not mm. on the open servers. Wow. Subtle. Um, so, on my side... I can't I... hold back the grin, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, we wouldn't want you to. Um, yes, so what my, have you been playing? My side, I've actually been playing uh, a little bit of Spectrum 48K, goodness. So, um, as people uh, from last week's episode may know, I actually got um, 
this. Um, it's uh, I think from the post show actually. It's uh, it's a updated version of the Spectrum 48K. Spectrum 48K was, if I recall. A computer that came out when I was about 10 years old, um, and it was my go-to games console. I actually did uh, first game programming on it, um, built my own uh, couple of platform puzzlers. Um, and I had a great time uh, with it, playing all those games. And skip forward to now, there's about a thousand games in that handheld console. Um, and I, I said, you know what, I'm going to actually do some streaming of it. So I plugged it all in and I started playing around with it as a test to see how it would go. And uh, could I get the audio? Could I buggery? Um, oh. However, that, yeah, so there's something still going on there. And I wasn't particularly sure about the resolution. It was a bit flickery. Uh, that was probably my adapter um, not passing through audio. So I need to kind of you know, see if that was the case. Um, but I played a bit of a game called uh, A Tick Attack, which was my uh, go-to game. It's like a, like a top-down wireframe drawing of a stately home with uh, cavernous cellars and trapdoors, secret passageways, doors with different colors. You could start as a mage, uh, a wizard, a major wizard actually a wizard a knight or a surf and they gave you powers to pass through certain objects certain doors that other ones couldn't pass through and so forth and your job was to collect parts of a key which you could then unlock to get out um oh, classic uh, classic classic game um and uh, i don't know if people in chat have known about this game or have ever played this game but jimmy knives has he he actually said a tick attack hype Oh my god, yeah. I know, I know Saber Wolf came after and people really liked that and Alienate and all those kind of things. But it really was a tick attack for me and I was actually playing it. It was fantastic except I had no sound. So I was remembering the sound as I was playing and it was in my head but I just wasn't the same kind of thing. So I want to kind of get that fixed and I'll play more of that again. Uh, but apart from that, I haven't been playing too much. I did play some Pac-Man 256 or, um, or 265. 256 I think sounds more reasonable, um, which is the never-ending Pac-Man game, um, which was quite a lot of fun until the maze behind me started disintegrating um, uh, kind of like a half-eaten matrix with uh, flapping in the wind, and I was going, oh, no, 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 run, run, run. Um, so... <laughs> that sounds like that's going to go poorly for poor Pac-Man. It's going to go poorly for my, my battery on my iPhone, that's for sure. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those ones where I go, well, do I want to have a productive battery life or... But we'll see how that goes. Um, so, yes, that's what I've been playing. Um, and not a lot apart from that. Uh, it has been a rather full-on week for me. But, uh, but yeah, shall we talk about what's been happening this week in Star Citizen? Because there have been uh, a few one or two things. Yeah. Just, just a couple of small items, I think, popped up this week. It's, yeah. It, it might be a little bit more colorful than beige, but, you know... Well, if last week was beige, this week is Taste the Rainbow. Um, <laughs> so, uh, shall we start off with uh, what happened Monday? Not much happened Monday, I don't think. Do you recall anything happening Monday? Just 10 for the chairman. 
Yeah, to be honest, I think that was the only thing I can think of or worth talking about uh, because uh, it was the most... Uh, uh, on that day, I think that was probably the most productive thing that happened. Um, so we actually had Chris Roberts came back and he did uh, a very short turn for the chairman. Uh, I mean, it was kind of odd. It was like, oh, it's only about 24 minutes. He talked for about seven minutes about just general stuff. And then he went straight into the questions. And to be honest, by the end of those first seven minutes, I was going, wow, this is a brilliant episode. Um, what happened in those first few minutes, by the way? Well, well, so there was an opening sequence. I, I went to get some water and I came back and uh, he was just talking about scheduling, if I recall. That so so much... you didn't message me at all saying, you need to watch this right now. You have to. No, there was. There was that doesn't that. sound like me at all. There, there wasn't a half person size model of a retaliator <sighs> that he unboxed. No. Doesn't no. I actually watched. Uh, no, no, actually, no, hang on. I remember now. That was. Uh, I was actually watching the episode backwards and it, it looked as if. Uh, 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 <laughs> Orlando <laughs> was, was basically kind of wrestling some a big attacking monster and trying to pull it away from from Chris. I actually thought, well, fair play to Jared for that. <laughs> Save uh, Chris from the big monster, from the big black um, uh, wobbly monster. Um, I didn't say anything. It wasn't yeah, okay. Okay, so we had an Wait. agreement. Okay, so pre, so we did chat about this when Temple of the Chairman came out. You can have this one, Grackies. Go on. What was it? There, the, the fans, I can't remember who it was specifically, sent him... It was uh, uh, the combustible, it was the props, and it was fire spikes with the help of Jared himself. Thank you. Um, they, they sent Chris Roberts a, a gift, and it was a nice wooden crate that had the Aegis logo and stamp on it as if the crate was stamped by Aegis themselves. And when they opened up, the thing was a... Seriously, it was... It was probably two and a half, three feet. What was it? It was a retaliator model with, like, the turrets could move, and you could actually, I think you could lower the elevators on it, maybe? The turrets articulated at the least, but it was well-painted, it was well... I told you time to tell, it was going to be short on this one, and... And, and Chris seemed to absolutely love it, and the thing was beautiful. I wish I could buy that. I, to be honest with you... It looked absolutely amazing, and when they pulled it out, I it, my instant reaction was, "Oh, I want it!" I know so badly. Um, so uh, I'm kind of uh, happy it was a one-off model because seriously, you'd never let it down, and <laughs> you never let me live it down. Um, it looked so good. It was so lovely. And it was so cute because as well as Jared doing his I'm flying it motions, there was that bit where Chris was actually playing with the turrets and he was making, he started to make space noises and he stopped himself. It, we're all children. Uh, it was just so sweet. And it was a great 10 for the chairman episode as well. As I said, primarily it was just kind of talking about the, uh, the, the going forwards. There was an acknowledgement of that they had spent a lot of time working on stuff and not a lot of time showing stuff, um, which was then compounded by, uh, well, the FPS release system that came out. The, the, the fact that they couldn't release, I should say. Um, so, 
and also kind of coupled with how they're approaching the PTU, it looks like going forwards, it means that we're going to see a more regular release schedule of stuff, which yes, really, that, really pleases me. And it really kind of echoes the, the stuff that came out of Gamescom, which was more than just the, oh my God, look, it's pure sex. It was about their commitment to get things out this year. And just to go back for a second, Cyberwolf just said, I'm not a Retaliator fan, so I, I accept those people into my chat. But I must say, that was gorgeous. So that's a couple of people that aren't like Retaliator best ship and were like, oh my god, that model was amazing. So people in chat who know me will know that I will have the audio of this and I now have Gracky saying I'm not a Retaliator fan. I'm using that. Oh, crap. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of the ten for the chairman? I mean, anything kind of jump out? Honestly, the biggest thing that jumped out in ten for the chairman, there, there was a lot of cool little pieces of info there, but it was, again, restatements of other things we'd kind of heard and reaff reaffirming different commitments and stuff, uh, planet side things that we'd heard before. But the biggest thing that I really drew from that and liked was, well, it was the alien car. Oh, the the vehicle um, from the movie Aliens, the 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 arm the APC. That's what they're. That's what it looked like. Even the tires. So we need to put that into context. So there's a ship called uh, there's the a class of ship called the Constellation, multi-class ship. Um, there is uh, for I think it's for the Aquila and for the Andromeda versions, or yes. is it just the Aquila? No, I think the Andromeda has it as well. Okay. It comes with its own little rover, as it were. And when we say little, it's not. It's um, definitely not. for the Aquila. Is it confirmed that it's not? I, I can't remember. We can, say for the Aqu we can say for the Aquila, if somebody comes up and says it's for the... For the constellation uh, Andromeda as well, we can we can say that as well, and it's got its own rover as an exploratory vehicle, and you can drive around in it. And if the scales are right, um, a wheel will come up to your shoulders. It, it basically uh, fills up. It'll fill up the cargo bay. It fill up a good chunk of it. Um, and so they showed some concept art. We've seen uh, a model rendered in engine, as it were, for one of the commercials, but it was only what we saw there was actually nothing behind it it wasn't a fully rendered object so it's always nice to see a little bit of this and it did look really cool and it did remind me very much as you say of aliens although i didn't get that until you just said that yeah it, it, that's when i saw it i immediately went oh my god it's the apc from aliens and, and that was a good vehicle oh it was that that vehicle was cool as hell and was an amazing movie moment so seeing that with Star Citizen basically with upped graphics and a slightly more sleek, but still that, that stocky, you, you can do some damage with this thing. I can imagine taking that thing over, you know, a, a small, like, crater ledge and launching it off and just boom! And seeing, like, it third person, watching the shocks come down, sparks come out. Oh, I... I... I have to say this now, um, we can't talk about this right now publicly, but I think I've got a great idea for something that we should be doing as a video thing. <laughs> we can talk about this after. Okay. Uh, um, so, that, so that was good. Uh, anything else come from time for the chairman from your side? That was the biggest there were, there thing were that one really or two stuck in my okay. head. I mean, I, I have it up right now on the other screen, the, the whole transcript. Yeah. 
So there were two pieces that came out from me from Town for the Chairman. Mm-hmm. One was uh, talking about CitizenCon. Oh, okay. I might have glossed over CitizenCon because I want to keep my head uh, going. So, <laughs> so talking about CitizenCon brings you down. It's just because I can't be there and it's still a couple months away. So I'm trying to like, so it's, it's a marathon have... of hype. So there's a bit of a stealth ship, uh, not as in function, but a ship that they haven't talked about so much that they're going to be announcing or showing or doing something around um, as is in con. I suspect it's just going to be a concept release. Um, we can place our bets as to what it is. Um, I'm it hoping. Three? Okay. Three, two, one. Corvette. Corvette. Yeah. So there you go. I'm so hopeful it's the Corvette. Um, that would be very cool because, um, yeah, for reasons. Oh, um, and um, just catching in chat because, you know, there is that delay. Uh, going back to that APC, yeah. Cyberwolf was asking, uh, am I sure that I don't want a movie moment like in Armageddon where, you know, you make that APC fly across an asteroid? No, you want the movie moment in Armageddon where you're in a park the apc is there and you're and you're putting uh, animal crackers on it and you're saying very sweet sweet loving things to it <laughs> oh yeah we do that Zeno crackers <laughs> oh no see this is the band this is the band um, I was so, thinking more because, you know, in, at, at that point in space, it's not just going to be little Earth animals anymore. It's going to be all sorts of species across multiple planets. So now it's Xenocrackers with, like, you know, Terran dogs, whatever they look like. Probably, like, uh, Earth dogs, one hopes. Although, to be, ooh, imagine how many tails. The, okay, so there was another piece before we get totally kind of sidetracked by imaginary creatures. <laughs> um, there was another piece that actually came up from Tim of the Chairman, which was um, connected to the E-War um, stuff. Um, I do Chris remember was, them speaking of that. Yeah, Chris was talking about it, and obviously there's going to be a release probably coming next week with more details because we've got the Vanguards here and everything happening this week, and that's got an E-War variant. Maybe he'll talk about it on the release Friday. Uh, probably not as much unless they've got the release document fully ready, but we'll see. Um, so the thing that I heard was Chris talking about um, uh, E-War missiles. And I don't know if these are actual missiles or signal missiles, but oh. the idea being that you could fire one of these missiles, either missile or electronic burst, and if it hits one of the other ships, you could then use that as an anchor point to take over and manipulate its systems. Sort of like a limpet type of thing where you have to attach it to the ship to start hacking in. Oh, well, that then becomes a direct line connection, um, potentially if it was a physical thing. I'm, I'm imagining it's just a non-connected thing. So once it hits you, that's the connection then made. There's no well, physical... That's what I mean. Is yeah. it, it, it's okay. a limpet without the wire. It's a wireless system. So you have to fire the dart it's, it's into a, the it's ship. It's a hands-free. But the question um, is, are they going to see a lock-on? Well, the question is, is it a real missile? Could it just be a, a concept uh, as, of how he's articulating the attack versus is it a physical object attack? Or is it a guy standing up on top of the ship EVA with a dart in his hand that he just kind of throws it like at a dartboard? We need to make that happen. 
I want to see him it. do that with a full size missile over his head, though. Like, yeah. I'm going to call you Ahab from this moment on. Um, yeah, but that's so that is one of the things that that picks up. And it was kind of like just he was kind of talking about what can be done or some of the potentials. And that just kind of stuck out for me, which sounded quite cool. Um, and also, yeah, we do have two vanguards coming out. Uh, we have now this kind of leads into. Um, uh, part of uh, around the verse we're going to jump to that i think because we've got stuff to talk about after as 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 Grackies is itching to share um we we did um we saw around the verse just come out today and they talked about uh the two new variants they did. uh one being the e-war variant and one being i don't know what was that kind of variant um i can't remember you can go ahead with it uh, I think it was like uh, a much better version of the tally. Ooh. Ooh, shots fired. It was a bomber variant. What were the differences from the base model with those two models, by the way? Um, so the main differences apparently were uh, that they just kind of changed the life pod, essentially. Uh, now, we didn't see the top turret of the EWAR variant, so we can assume that there is still one because we still saw the hatch. Yep. Assume it's just the basic turret as before. The bomber turret, which I think is the Harbinger version, because it sounds more like a bomber, um, has a missile rocket launcher, missile launcher turret, which is the first one I think we've seen in game. Well, as a concept, at least. It, yeah, the that and um hold on one second all right you get a point for that oh you answered one of the quiz, quiz questions already works for me uh, <laughs> um so so what was interesting about that turret now hello stat friends well, this is where we start to talk about stuff that doesn't really matter because it will change but it'll give you the impression is that each each helical kind of feed can take 18 missiles, um, but at the same time, it's got two banks in each in each uh, tube. But so that's 18 times four, which, as we know, is more than 18. Um, and at the same time, it's actually got a feed, so you can feed more missiles in. Yes, rockets. Now, rockets. I, I make that distinction because missiles are tracking weaponry from a missile rack and rockets are um, just straight shot. Like you know, dumb fires. Yeah, they're dumb fires. Oh, good. I was actually going to ask you what was the difference, and now I've learned. Are we sure they're rockets? They said rockets. They specifically said it, it's it's a rocket Wait. shot. So it's Wait. sort of like the Delta's rocket pods. So completely fatal, but you basically have to be kissing the other ship. Rub yourself up against it ever so gently. Or a really good shot. Mm. Um, so, uh, so there's that, um, and you've got three size two torpedoes in, in the Harbinger, um, with a little glass thing and it looks so cool as they kind of slot out and go, and, and they will then fly out. Um, and the E-War is basically a large, uh, work surface, so you can, uh, It's a server room. <laughs> it's, a, it's a server room. Um, it really is, it's a server room, yeah. that's what it looks like. I have some thoughts on all these kind of things, but anything from your side? Um, it, it's cool as hell, and for the Vanguard, seeing that 
the, the one thing that, that got me, too, with the Vanguard when they were showing it, they're like, these are size 2 torpedoes. And I was like, okay, the size of that... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Size 2 torpedoes. I think we should reclassify them as large missiles. They're torpedoes, though. They're large missiles because those are guided, aren't they? Torpedoes are guided, too. Both are guided. What, no, they, sorry. They I, different purposes. I'm just being criteria dickhead here. I know. <laughs> but that's that's why I was actually saying it's interesting because the the weaponry on a gladiator right now is considered size five. So if that's a size five on the underside of a gladiator, that must be Whoa. a missile. So those are actually missiles on the underside of the gladiator. They aren't torpedoes. Now you see. Okay, so, so no now there's classification off. distinctions coming into play a little bit. That but does me. that mean that they're going to have to re they're going to have to readjust those gladiators? Because I actually thought they were meant to be torpedoes because it's uh, so it's, a bomber, it's a bomber. Or are they just using heavy missiles to crack ships? So that that was an interesting little moment for me where I'm going because uh, okay. I'm very big on the missile differences and how they're going to try and fix it and balance it and how torpedoes are going to come into play. So I'm like, ooh, yeah. that's actually kind of interesting. And okay. then the other thing is that gave that. me a sort of sizing guide for how big, say, the torpedoes are on the Retaliator, thus how big they'll be on, a, um, on say, an Idris or a Javelin, because there's going to be capital ship yeah. torpedoes fired. Yeah. So now we can kind of see those sizings worked out on weaponry. So I would think Retaliator might be, say, size 3 then for torpedoes. So when okay. you get into the bigger capital ships, you'll see size 4, size 5, like, how big are the frickin' torpedoes gonna get? Chunky monkeys. Um, so this is that's quite interesting. Um, did you notice anything else about what's happening with these Vanguard uh, variants? Anything else stand out for you? Uh, the fact that they have the... See, before, whenever anything was called a variant, it had difference in hull. Now, it seems to be it's the swappable bay. That's the big thing in the variant. So it's like, wait, does that make everything? Well, they did say there was going to be a little bit of uh, front canopy difference, but yeah, very minor. Um, uh, it's a t so here's the thing. Uh, what they were talking about today has made me question potentially my play style. Um, oh. So let's let's walk this through. Uh, you pick a you pick a ship, right? Pick name 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 a ship. Glaive. Mm, okay, that's a tough one. Okay, um, pick pick another ship, and you'll find out why in a second. Super Hornet. Okay, so you're in the Super Hornet. You and I are finding out. Um, I'm I'm in something. It doesn't really matter. And I've started to incapacitate your ship, and you're in trouble. Yep. What do you do? Set my auto destruct and eject, right? Or so run the hell away if I can, right? But if, if you can, of course. But if not, you've ejected. So when you've ejected, um, would you think I would actually come after you? Um, maybe depending on the person and what they want to happen. If they might get spotted, if they wouldn't, yeah. because killing, finishing a person off while they're EVA might affect your faction in a far worse way so it depends on how exactly. that plays out but yeah so yeah, as a general rule i could get i could get sniped okay so but what you've done there is you've created the realm of answers without actually focusing on one 
What do you think I would actually do to you? What do I think you would do? Yeah. Grab any scrap and get the hell out of there before the cops show up? Right. So, life pods have no combat function. The Vanguard has two variants where the life pod is Iwa and the other one holds torpedoes, which are controlled and dropped from the life pod. Now, we don't know if that functionality would still exist once you've ejected. I don't think it would because you wouldn't have your power plant anymore. One would hope. Um, but it, it does start to raise the concerns about uh, an escape pod, which actually has post-eject combat capabilities. <laughs> you, could, you could eject the escape pod onto an asteroid and leave it there as a so, turret. Bear, no, bear in mind, this is theory crafting because we don't know the intent. Yeah. But if assume that either because the life pods are meant to be long time survival pods, they have energy, they have resources. You have an EWA variant, you have a miss a, a torpedo bomber variant. The power is locked within the pod, not the final power, but the options to do these things. It, it then becomes a wow if it does come out in game that you can actually do stuff post. Uh, abandon your ship does that, I, would I be honor bound to try to take them out so I don't get attacked if there's an ongoing battle or various other situations because they're not defenseless yeah that would be different now if they make it so that that doesn't really affect your faction the same as killing an EVA pilot in just a pod because that's still a weapons room I, to be honest for me I don't even I don't give care. a monkeys I don't give a monkeys about faction I do I I well there you go we are different in that way I actually have this thing where if somebody uh, crosses me and, and I somehow manage to uh, beat them I'm not going to kill them it's not my intent however if they're still in a fighting way and they and they do choose to fight and they choose to interfere i i, I don't want to kill people but you might have to yeah and that's that's the potential change i would like this to make is it the, where... this is the only this is the only escape system so far which has this potential yeah I'd like to see it where no power plant means they can't use the stuff, but it would be worth picking it up if you can find it because, hey, you might walk out of there with some torpedoes. Yeah. Or an entire room for E-War. Their escape pod has a bunch of equipment now. So yeah, what are they going to so... do, set C4 charges and get the hell out? Yeah, and it's armored, so we can just kind of, you know, shunt it into an asteroid and, you know, they'll just become, you know, scrambled. Grab on with a just... tractor beam and just yeah. throw it away while they're yeah. inside. But, 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 yeah, so that is, that is just an observation that this is um, uh, not from a game kind of, oh, this is a cool thing, just from a, a design experience thing. It means that in, you know, in war, um, you know, snipers were those kind of people who, if, if if you were captured, you could be killed just simply because of the role that you did, as as you know the stories say. Um, this is like, you know, you're still deadly. It sh should you choose to do it, do you then give them the quarter to attack, or you know, show that they're not going to continue attacking? Yeah. It's it's one of those it's one of those ones. It is interesting. Uh, 
Yeah. See, I um, just automatically assumed, oh, it's ejected, no power plant, it's shut down. Right. So the assumption is power plant, and these are supposed to be long survival modules. So where's that power coming from? We don't know what the process is or how they're approaching it. It's a game design question. It's one I'll be looking forward to finding out more about. It is. That is an interesting one. Mm. Um, so what else happened in ATV? Anything else come through for you? Um, yeah, we had the, uh, the, the whole little sneak peek at the end. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, we also had Ship Shape, which was absolutely fantastic. Uh, we had nine or maybe even ten um, uh, uh, multi crew uh, descriptions. Um, uh, we had communication twice, so there was a bit of an editing issue there. <laughs> I noticed I, that. I, I watched that and went, wait a minute. Did I rewind? Somebody, somebody slipped me something. Have I deja vu? Um, so yeah, so we actually got statements of the multi-crew um, uh, stations. So there's captain. So you have uh, the respect my authority. So you can um, you know see what everyone's doing and have the power to control the ride. You've got the pilot. Let's see if we can do it. Captain, and tell me how many points I get. Uh, I, seriously, am I right on this? It is one of the questions, you jerk. Okay, I won't talk about it now. We'll do it in, in the quiz. <laughs> oh, my God. You saw God. the look on my face when you went there. I'm like, oh, it's one of the uh, questions. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that was good. Um, uh, did you notice uh, what was new in, in um, Around the Verse and what was missing in Around the Verse? I didn't notice what was new and what was missing. What was new and what was missing? We had the German office. Oh, yes, we did have the German office. And what was missing? Oh, there was no Ilphonic. Yeah. You're right. I didn't even... I kind of just glossed over that. Yeah. So, um... Obviously, doesn't we? Don't, we can't say if that means that you know the wrap up has happened and everything has moved on. Uh, it could just simply be um, the they number of slots they have, and they were busy and various other things like that. But there was no orphonic, and they were talking about the FPS being taken and run through the German office. So yeah, right. so that that's the thing. It's game development, so th yeah. it could be yeah. just means that the process is continuing. Exactamundo. So I think that was pretty much uh, around the verse. Um, yep. Although there were, actually, no, there was two things, two other things. Um, uh, the most fantastic Methrios um, uh, on the RSI forums has been taking the Star Citizen. Oh, God. Oh, God. How dare you? I know. Um, that is a slip we don't need. If anyone wants to know, I'm actually drinking a Madeira Finnish uh, Welsh uh, uh, single malt uh, whiskey. Um, so that kills me for any old slips of the tongue. Um, but the, uh, so what, what kind of came through for me was uh, the Melthrios, um Mithri, oh, I can't even pronounce his name. Um, he, he basically takes the existing hollow models and actual end game models 
of uh, ships and he glasses them. Yep. Um, and that's not a Halo reference. He actually um, uh, turns the outside and inside components into different uh, shades of glass, and it's absolutely breathtaking. Oh, they amazing. look beautiful. If you're looking for a screensaver or a background for your computer, and you're not even into Star Citizen, you're just into beautiful, beautiful things, check it out. Um, uh, we'll, probably, we'll see if we can share links or whatever, but oh my God, they're amazing. Um, and the other piece is I Am Star Citizen. Yes, which... that was the, new, the Citizen cards that you can create. Not yes, like the old the, ones you could order with your, your ID number, but yeah. the ones that are on Twitter now. And I highly recommend that you go to their Twitter and use the tool and create your own. And they're actually going to give away three, what was it, Reavers? Reapers? Uh, Reapers. Uh, n- n- no. No, they're giving away uh, three Vandal, uh, three va- three Vanguard ships. I think Vanguard. Oh, uh, Okay. I don't know if it was the Harbinger or uh, one. Of, it's one of the one of the mod- one of the game. One of the. Uh, I thought yeah. I thought it was the. Variant. I thought they were talking about a Vanguard, the the missile boat one for some reason. I thought I think they were talking about that, but I don't want to overcommit. Okay. Uh, but you but three Vanguards have been given away. says Harbingers. I'm really bad with so, names, so I the, don't always remember those things. So um, so that's Harby the Love Bug. Um, they're giving away three of I'm those. I'm taking away a quiz point from you for that. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> for the, the listeners, um, he just gave me the middle finger. And there's more where that came from. I'll finger you all night long. So, uh, I think that pretty much covers most of the new... What's wrong with you? You're giving me that look again. That phrase. <laughs> it's a British thing you wouldn't understand. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, um, so um so from from anything else that you want to kind of talk about because i know there is a big thing that you want to that i think we really should be talking about i thought bug smashers was rather interesting bug smashers was really cool um uh but i'm thinking something else oh there, well, there, there could be something else that happened this week. I, I do believe there was, there was just a small little item that PTU now has version 1.2 social module out for a, a limited number of people, you know. Oh, I've just heard a, about that. Just a little thing we that should prob- We should probably talk about it. Yeah, so the social module is out now. Um, it's out uh, to PTU for uh, limited invites. Yes, out to PTU for limited invites. So um, what that means is you now um, the update allows you to walk around version zero of ARPCore, which is the Area 18 um, space. You can um, walk around, experience it, find out various things. However, um, as part of the process, and it makes perfect sense, um, you've signed an agreement or you've agreed to not um, broadcast. Um, what you're seeing no video uh, no, no screenshots and no live feeding of what's going on there because yeah. they want everyone to experience the oh my god wow factor for themselves yeah now just to kind of update on that you did have a conversation i believe i did um Zylo occasionally will pop in to the live chat here, and... Uh, Silo I, I, is a member of CIG. Just he is. For, 
yeah. Silo CIG. And I was going to preface that and everything else. And and we know that a lot of the CIG people watch a whole variety of different streamers to, to get different views on what's going on in the game and what we're doing and everything else. So they're all kind of like working and watching to some degree, but he pops in as one of the ones that'll pop in every once in a while. And when I was talking about the, the PTU thing, I was saying that, you know, I, I didn't even really want to talk about it because I didn't want a chance upsetting them in any way because I really do respect when game developers say, hey, this is under media blackout or, hey, don't do this because we have a reason for it right now. You know, there is some give and take when yeah. you're doing media of anything. And even though, you know, we're just starting out and the pipe, we're still media. So yeah, that's yeah. the perspective we have to remember. And his response was, well, you know, talking about it's okay, just not the screenshots, not the video, and not the live casting of it. So it's like, okay, that's a little different. So I think we've slightly buried the lead here. A little. Because why would you be having that conversation? Because, well, actually, as of that conversation, I didn't have an invite yet. But last oh. night, I got my invite to PTU. So Rawr. I have been able to go in and experience the social module. And the thing is, I'm not going to go into a lot of details on it because I really don't want to pull people from their wow factor. I really do want them to have that same moment I had going in. But one of the first things I will say is that moment I had going in, you, you guys know Area 18. You've seen the videos. <laughs> They've shown the videos of this. So we all know where it takes place, and, and CIG said, hey, this is where it's going to take place. So they've told us that and shown us videos. It still, after seeing that, still does not match that moment. Because that first moment is just... It, it, right, so what, it what you're really me into saying the game is... In the way I have not been pulled in since I first stepped into the hangar. That's pretty damn cool. Give us three things that you can communicate about that you feel comfortable to share about it. On the level that I'll feel comfortable to share, so that I, I, I really try not to spoil it for anyone else, is the videos they've shown are amazing and still don't do it justice because, oh my God, is that it, it, it pulls you in immersively in such a way that, holy crap. So that's part one. Okay. Part two, I, I thought that, you know, I'd, I'd honestly feel like, yeah, okay, it's kind of an extension to some degree, but, you know, it's it's limited number of people. They're still working on it and everything else. So, you know, I, I figured it would feel like an empty MMO Yeah, does. And even in the limited scope of what they're trying to do, it still has me going, I could hang out here. <laughs> Seriously, I awesome. could hang out here. Now, I've actually heard that uh at least now this could be this could be just rumor uh, i.e somebody making shit up but uh they were walking around with about 30 other players um there's a limited number i can't remember the exact number in an instance right because they actually have to split it up to instances right now so when you go in it's not everyone all at the same time in one of these so you don't have they, they said basically 2,000 invites, so it isn't going to be all 2,000 people in the same... Oh, excuse me, I got the hiccups. In the same instance. And that's something they've openly communicated. Okay, okay. <clears throat> um, what else can excuse you me. feel comfortable sharing? 
the feel of it is such a way that it is visceral. No. And I won't spoil all of the spots and the areas and all that other stuff, but as you walk through it, you can feel yourself being there. You can feel that feeling of, oh my God, I'm in this spot, or oh my God, I really should look over my shoulder right now because something's going down, even though there isn't anything in the game or in social module that would be going down, but you get that feeling. So they've really nailed the, the feel of it. It, tie, it ties into that, that emotional connection. So you, you really do like start to have those moments and it's like, holy crap, they're already nailing it like that. So here's so, a, yeah, go on. Th these are things that I can say without spoiling it because th these are things they've talked about to some degree here and there and what they were aiming to do. But I can say as a person who's stepped there, I have felt what they were aiming to and more. So I can't wait for everyone else to, to experience it and give their own impressions. Mm-hmm. Once they can talk about it too, so then and then I can't wait to have it released so I can actually stream it and share it with those that may not be able to see it yet. I look forward to that as well. Um, so here's my question: How does it feel compared to the Half-Life Two City? I don't even remember the Half-Life Two City that well, honestly. It's the city that you, uh, I, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was a large enough kind of city area where you could walk around. Um, it was where you came off the train. I, I have to admit, my recollection of Half-Life 2 is so long ago and so vague that I can't okay. really build a connection or a bridge between the two. Okay, fair enough. It, for me, it was just that when I kind of came off the... Uh, city 17 area 18 and city 17 whoa thank you thunder god um yeah so oh maybe that's a toss <sighs> or a nod who knows um but you see because there was uh, that was the the one kind of comparison i'll make when i kind of experience um the star citizen ground uh the cityscapes and so forth is um I kind of, you know, just from the demos, uh, oh, yeah, Mammon Lord says, come on, Half-Life 2 was magical and they hinted a massive real world. And that's kind of what I'm getting at, which is the um, Half-Life 2 city was large. It didn't have the fidelity detail. One can say that I've seen from the Gamescom demo and other kind of demos that have come around from the ARP core um, area 18. Um, uh but at the same time, you know, that was the last kind of marker in my head. So I'll be kind of comparing <laughs> Fallout 10 says large and filled with head crabs. Yes. Uh, so it'll be, I'll be kind of comparing that to Area 18. Now, obviously, Area 18 would be smaller as it currently stands. But just simply that vibe and feeling you get of uh, a living city or living area. Um uh would, would be the kind of thing i'll be kind of riffing on um so that sounds pretty cool so you so you're pretty happy with it <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> understatement um yeah yeah that's i cannot express how happy i am with that and the moment of, of being there and i can't that's why i'm seriously like so hyped up to have other people finally get to try it out and then to be
be able to talk about it more back and forth with the community and yeah. then also to finally later once once they do say okay now now it's cool go ahead okay and then show it off and be like because every time still every I, time I I, I I i of course have you know step back in there uh, since getting PTU access several times now <laughs> and every single time the moment is like ah. so I, I I seriously I, I can't wait to show that to be able to show those reactions and then really share it with the people that maybe don't have access yet and I'm mm. talking about to Star Citizen in general they might be looking at Star Citizen or thinking about it or haven't really stepped back into it and are just like eh, okay mm. for right now and be able to show it and go this this is what we've been talking about. Yeah. And it's also quite nice that it's considered part of the hangar module. So um, going forwards, I mean, obviously the PU, there may be some, you know, access level for if you're not alpha, but it is available to anybody with a hangar. So that's even yes. non-alpha users. Um, so that's pretty damn cool. Uh, are you, do you feel comfortable talking about the Moby Glass experience? Um, not too comfortable because, well, there really wasn't one. I'll say that much. Okay. Not even in Cubby Blast. Cubby Blast is the weapon shop. They have what they showed in the video. I'll say that much. Like, if okay. you watch the video and, and see what they had there, they have it. But I, I don't want to get too, too much into that many details and things. And that one, I might start talking in too much detail about too many different things. So yeah. I'm trying to pull myself back there about talking about anything on that. Because no I want other people to be able to step in and see it. Okay, uh, Paplovag. Uh, I'm pretty much waiting for the chance to fly out with my ship, land on a base, and have some FPS action. Hope AC 2.0 will give us that. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, if you've seen the demo from Gamescom, pretty much. Uh, you've just described it. Um, okay, so uh, closing thoughts on uh, the P on the PTU social module. I am my hype has Gamescom already reset my hype. This just took that hype and blew it out of the water. So uh, you're okay with it then? I can tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think that pretty much covers us from the news front. Uh, it does cover us. And that, I guess, means that it's time for uh, the true-false quiz that isn't really a true-false quiz because it has more answers than true-or-false quiz. I think that's what we call it. Yeah, something roughly. Like that. Something like that. So it's your turn to ask me questions. We skipped last week because uh, we were too yes. beige out. Um, so do you want to go for it, Ted? We will. We will be going for it. Okay. All right. So question one, which was something that was... Now, actually, hang on. The spirit of this, it's all for fun. It is. I will win. No, it's all for fun, and it's all about sharing knowledge at the heart of it. It is. So this week okay. I decided to go with a little bit of current knowledge and stuff, but was something that could be asking questions. So question number one. Name the crew stations for multi-crew ships. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, we have the captains. We have the pilot. 
we have the navigator we have the engine power management um we have the science we have uh uh the turret um did they have weapons as a second no that was through the engine power thing um we had communications we had communications <laughs> <laughs> we did have double communications we had double communications um it's like sounds like a you're in school oh man i've got double communications, double communications. <laughs> <laughs> um let's start again hang on cat pilot cat captain pilot um we had uh navigation we had sciences which includes sonar and shields no it doesn't include shields so we had shields do we have shields or shields one am i close you am words. i supposed to answer you you can you can be kind i could okay um we have this we have the snowman position uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, we have the we have the bath. We have the person who gives you um, some, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, mint and a towel. Um, okay, and the French kiss instructor. Thank you, Fallout. Um, okay. Oh God, I can't believe I've forgotten. I'm blaming the whiskey and the painkillers. You were only off by one when you did it the first time. Okay. So we have captain, pilot, navigation, um, engineering, uh, power display control. Um, we have weapons officer, a weapon station, because they is that a subsection of the engine? We'll find out. Uh, we have science, um, which uh, can be in various forms of science. We have EWAR, we have um. Fuck, 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 fuck. We have Scruffy the janitor. Fuck, fuck, fuck. No, that isn't one of the terminals. Too many. Okay, how many? How many have I missed? Let me at least know that. Two. Now two. Now two. Um. Do I have to hit the Dublar reset button? Or are you caught in a loop? No, I'm trying to work out if the coffee machine would be seen as a weapon station or not. Um, <laughs> did I say communications? Security. Yeah. Um, I've invented a way of typing that make. Okay, so. Is that your answer? Data security is one of them. Um, and the other one is party. Party station. A party station. Yeah, we have a party station. <laughs> uh, it's like, hey, man, what's happening? We're, we're on Grenoble we're on Green. <laughs> um, okay, so what have I missed? What, what did I get wrong? This time you missed turret. The first time you missed tactics, which is weapons. I got them all right then. Are you being evil? 
I'm giving you point nine because you missed one each round. See, I, at any point that I say, tell you what, forget everything I've said. <laughs> well, you did add a bunch too. I didn't say anything about Big Bird Station. <laughs> you did okay. add the party station. I'm still giving you point nine. It's only point one off. Man the party cannon, as Mammon Lord says. I'm going to blast all over your face. Okay, so what's the next question? Next is, what is the captain station able to do on the ship? <laughs> um, well, the captain station has the ability to see what every other station is actually doing. And at the same time has the ability to override and or lock out. So it basically encompasses all the actions. Have I missed anything? One thing. It has the ability that to create overrides can... and various other things. Um, so you can also set general quarters and various other alarm states. That was the other part that you didn't have. You got the point. So Yay. the alarm states is the one thing that the other stations can't do. And Captain Station can do everything that the mm. other ones can. <laughs> well played. Well played. Actually, it's one of those ones where, hang on, I have to do the... <laughs> it's um, just one of those good ones where if, if, if you were like kind of half paying attention, it's like, oh crap, what can it do? And Solus and... says, number one, the captain uh, gets to teach exotic aliens how to love. It, it's true, but that isn't part of the station. That's part Very... of the captain's duties. Yeah. Um, okay. So the so... station might have manuals. Um, anyway, number three. Yep. Who invented the first viable quantum drive? Funny you should mention that. Um, it was actually a person by the name of Joey Quantum. <laughs> and Joey Quantum actually was a very well-known space golfer. And, uh, golfer or golfer? Golfer. Golfer, because that's how they named it, the Quantum Drive. Um, he, he did a, a lot of celebrity kind of, you know, professional circuit golf work and, um, and he could hit that ball. He could really hit that ball. And, uh, just what happened, uh, he was experimenting one day in the lab and, uh, he made this drive and so, so uh, he was, so like, you know, he, he was experimenting with golf science and, and, and did a drive like, you yeah. know. And and uh, <laughs> and it just kind of it just kind of uh, you know just kind of came from there. Uh, how close? Not at all. Okay. Uh, now that would actually be uh, was that Robert Space Industries? No, it was actually Doctor Scott Childress. Doctor Scott. Doctor Scott. Great Scott. Great Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, and perfect stereo it, it, there. In chat, um, who invented the first warp drive? That was Zephram Cochrane. Don't test me. Uh, <laughs> from Star Trek. Uh, okay, so I'm good. Question four. Question four. This is a true or false question. Okay. So is this statement true or is this statement false? 
Dr. Scott Childress and his team had completed the first self-sustaining quantum drive engine capable of achieving one one-hundredth the speed of light. For the first time, humanity could explore the solar system with unprecedented speed. That's false. Why would you say that's false? Because that wasn't the rate of the initial quantum drive in terms of speed. That statement is true. That is the rate of speed on the initial quantum drive. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm okay. You okay? I'm okay. We're okay. We're all okay. We're all okay. Okay. <laughs> Question five. Question five. Name the company that is producing the Vandal Glaive. Esperia. Correct. And that wasn't their original name. It wasn't the original, but it is now. Yep. Okay. Question six. Name all the models of Aegis ship currently listed in the Pledge Store. Oh, you're doing my kind of evil. Uh, I had to return one after you hit me with an earlier one. Okay. So you've got the Aegis Gladius. You've got the um, Gladiator. Which are the glad uh, Gladius, the Gladiator. You've got the Retaliator. Uh, you've got the uh, Avenger. You've got the um, Idris M, Idris P. You've got the Javelin. Um, have I missed any? Hold on. Yes. I'm off by one, aren't I? There's there's a few more. Oh, God. Now, hang on. So the Aegeus also did the Reclaimer. And they also did the uh, Redeemer. And You're very, very close. I'm wondering if I mentioned a ship. Did I mention a ship? You've mentioned many ships. Sorry for the silence. I'm just thinking. He is thinking. It is certainly true. For the audio listeners, I'm doing a thing with my fingers. He is indeed doing a thing with his fingers. Okay, so let's start again. We had... We had the... And this is not a rewrite. This is just simply adding. Let me get that straight to you. <laughs> We, so we don't start again. So we had Gladius, Gladiator. Okay, hold on. Okay, Gladius, Gladius Gladi Gladiator. Uh, we had the Retaliator. Mm -hmm. We had the Redeemer, Reclaimer, Avenger, Vanguard. And then we had the Idris M, the Idris P, and the Javelin. What's the next one? You missed Vanguard initially. 
<laughs> That's why I was like, oh my god, is he really gonna not mention the Vanguard? Okay. Damn, they make a lot of ships. They do, but you're as bad as off the by one. Am I still missing one? No, you aren't missing one. You went over by one. Then it has to be... Yeah, so it, okay, it has to be uh, the Redeemer. Uh, because that's not them. That would be uh, Anvil. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Gladiator was the over. That's oh, Anvil. I should have... Oh, it's, the, it's just a hornet. It's a hornet with bombs. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that's I worth, like... Point nine also. No, no, you got to do it proper. That's a half pointer. Oh, seriously? I was going to give you partial for each one named. Okay, then that works. Yeah, so point nine. I, I had it listed as partial for each named. Mm. And you already got the one about the two variants of the Vanguard. You answered that during the show. Shall I actually... The, the question Wait, for the listeners... Shall I actually mention those two variants? I should have mentioned those two variants. Shit. So yes, the the question for everyone um, earlier that was listing and stuff. Question number seven was going to be: What are the two variants of the Vanguard, and what are the scene differences from the base model? And Duplar went on in detail about the Vanguard and okay. what different things were. So he answered that one beforehand. Okay. And now so. for questions eight through ten, I'm oh. going to do something a little different. Wow. I'm going to give you a little bit of room to improv here. So, in the ATV sneak peek today, yes. it showed three characters dancing in G-Lock, which is the bar in Area 18. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to give you points for creating clever names for the dance moves for each of the people that were dancing in there. So we're going to start in order of them. There were three players. I have their names from when they went in and, and looked at the names. Okay. So the first one, who was the person on the left in the video when they were first facing in, was Josh. So what are the names or name or names of Josh's dance moves? Um, uh, <laughs> he was doing the, uh, the Diabeticus Breakdownicus. Um, dance. um possibly because he says sweet all the time and that can only mean one thing a very large sugar imbalance <laughs> oh man okay yeah you're getting a full point for that <laughs> okay and who's the next one the next one was disco lando okay so disco lando he was the one right in center he was in center right. He, he was the one that was dancing right away. Okay, so he actually, for his character, it looks a lot of it, he was just simply swaying his head. So, no, no, he was the one full-on dancing. Oh, full-on dancing. So the one next is just swaying the head kind of thing. That was Josh. Oh, that was Josh. Oh, in that case, in that case, Josh also had a second dance step, which was um, the, the ear infection jiggle. Um, <laughs> so, so he had... Moving like the, totalicus and, and in the ear infection jiggle. Cause, yeah, because he was just moving his head to head. Um, and um, uh, uh, Disco Lando in, in the center. Um, 
he was he he, he he what was he doing oh i'm just trying to remember the moves um yeah he 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 he, he, he was he was doing the uh my lord says everybody do the electric sprinkler which i think is an <laughs> awesome one um he was actually i, I could have swear he was moving his leg and he was trying to kick a ferret out um so it so 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 that's the uh the the the, the hairy monster shuffle <laughs> <laughs> the hairy monster shuffle well you know when you get a ferret up your leg and you have to keep kicking it uh, but you don't want to make it look too obvious and so it's a hairy monster shuffle um and, it, and then just the next, says the swanky monkey swanky monkey yeah and and the last one was xylo wasn't it maserati maserati are you sure i thought xylo was in there as well he was the one filming it yeah Mas i believe xylo was filming um and can you describe what maserati's dance was like was it um, similar to lando's it, it, no it was more subdued it was closer to josh's mm. but it was a different one um um that was uh the qualudes and cream prance <laughs> so he was very mellow and very kind of smooth um but he didn't the QCP. really the qcp but he didn't really kind of move too much with his legs he kind of kept his face um what the hell am i talking about Seriously, am I getting points for this? You are. Oh my god. Uh, the, yeah, I see Fallout's gone. The Shepherd Shuffle. I came so close to using that. Oh, Spirit Fingers. I like Spirit Fingers. Hey, everybody. I'm Spirit Fingers. Um, but yeah, no. So those were those those were the dancers. But yeah, I think I think the uh, the ear infection jig and the uh, diabetes dance were were the, were the, the highlights. Sweet. I, I I think the the quaaludes and cream. <laughs> the QC. What was it? A shuffle or was it a, a prance? Prance. The That's QCP. right. It was a prance. Yeah. So good old QCP dance. Yeah. Let's QCP until the morning comes. <laughs> oh, that to me was probably the best one. The ferret one had just perfect imagery. I'm giving you full points for all of those. That's three that, total points. That works for me. I thought we'd do something a little different there and let you uh, rip <laughs> the dances. You know, you I'm like just that? so I loved it. I'm just so glad you weren't giving me points for how I dance as interpretations because um, <laughs> that would be too cruel. Uh, the Reaper rave. Um, so the Mass Effect slide. I love these. Thanks, chat. Um, so yeah, I think that basically kind of covers us off. Um, it has been a great week in Star Citizen. We've had. Uh, an awful lot of update, both in terms of chat, communication. Um, yeah. Do you great... want to know your score from that, by the way? Oh, God, yeah. What did I get? 8.8. Oh, my God. That's quite good. Uh, that, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. And uh, as... Uh, Okay, we've got more names coming through, actually. We've got uh, Susan Ryokin saying, I am assuming direct control of this dance floor. And he starts doing the Harbinger slide. Uh, all Out has called <laughs> I us. I get it, you wore. What, yeah. Well played. Yeah, uh, the, the Gracky's Gala, which I do quite That's like. That's more of an event. We're going to dance at your balls. 
by your ball. <laughs> um, so that's quite good. But yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a fun, active week. Uh, I'm really hoping that more people will get into uh, the PTU and the social module will come out into public. Uh, I think that's going to be absolutely great. I look forward to seeing people there hanging out. Um, we can't obviously uh, use weapons, but uh, if we get on the team speak, we can all make pew pew noises <laughs> at each other and then try to fall down, which will be quite good. Um, so uh, where can we find you, Grakis? You can find me on twitch.tv slash grokkies, G-R-A-K-E-E-S. You can find me at the same name on YouTube and Twitter and all other such social media places. Happy days. And uh, Dubar Thackeray, where can we find you, sir? Yeah, and you can find me um, at twitch.tv slash Thackeray. That's D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. Uh, uh, underscore test says Thackeray, we can play the floor is lava in G-Lock absolutely underscore we'll do that so we're going to say bye now we're going to come back and do a, a, an after show and uh, and we'll, we'll catch up with you next week take care Hello? Is there anybody out there? Just Are hug you if you can hear me. Hug if you can hear you? Is there anyone home? Are you doing the lyrics? Yes. I'm taking painkillers. I'm out of it. And with whiskey, I'm even more out of it. Oh, wow. If you like what you heard, please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot.